everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And it's time for another edition of Maximize Your Mind. How's everybody doing today? I'm excited to be with you guys once again flying high to end the week. I'm excited. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about this weekend. So let's um, let's go ahead and get started. Um, and today we're going to, I'm going to share with you how to format your workout for fat loss and for cardiovascular conditioning. Alright, both of which are important for, you know, for obvious reasons. Obviously, if you're trying to lose a few pounds, 5, 10, 15 pounds, you'd be concerned with fat loss. Um, But also, if you're concerned about the aesthetics of it, if you're concerned about how things look, how your bodies look, how your muscles are jumping off your body, um, this is definitely going to be something that you're going to want to listen to. And and take some notes. Feel free to take some notes. or jot some things, commit some things to memory, or just be sure to download and save this so that you can listen to it um, over and over a few times. Um, as we all are aware, as we all know, it's probably been a very crowded time for you at the gym. All right, I don't know about you, but in my particular gym, it looks something like a meat market. with everyone clamoring to claim their area of the gym floor to get in a workout of sorts. And, you know, everybody is somewhere. Every bit of real estate is occupied. Um, And everyone has their own thing. And that's what I like about it. Everybody has something that works for them. And so some are into functional training. Some are into fat loss. Others physique and aesthetics. Some just need to clear their mind so they don't go crazy. Have you been there before? I've been there. I've been there. I've had to train to keep from fighting. And whatever your thing is, I have discovered a workout formula that is super effective. And fat loss, I'm excited to share it with you guys on today. And it, like I said, even if fat loss isn't your thing, Per se, it can also be used for sculpting an incredible physique, one of those godlike type of bodies, those statuesque type of bodies, as well as creating a surge of endorphins and boosting your energy and moods. In other words, keeping you out of the office, keeping you out of the disciplinary line of fire. All right, helping to keep yourself in check. Um, now. As a preface, before I get into uh, the particular format that I want to share with you guys, uh, let me just first say that it's obvious that everything is not for everybody. That should go without saying, but I do have to acknowledge that. And having said that, this is something that you can take You can use, you can implement it, see how it works for you, see how it helps you. I'm pretty confident because of the number of times that I've 
use this formula over and over again with myself, with clients, that is definitely a very effective format. All right? And sometimes you can get into something that works, but if you don't have the confidence that it's that it works, then your expectations are skewed. And once that happens, something that could work for you, you end up abandoning because it's not meeting or aligning with your expectations and you don't have the confidence to continue and go forward. So uh, this podcast serves as that authoritative or confidence boosting formula that you need um, when it comes to working out. If you're not including these parts, you're going to want to include them. And as you're listening to this and realize that, hey, maybe that's the part that I've been missing. Maybe that's the section that I have not put my best effort into. Feel free to use it and to adapt it and to bring it in. And um, and over the next uh, couple months or so, um, I will be releasing new material and new product uh, that will actually highlight and showcase some of my um, best movements for each of these particular parts. So, um, you know, have no fear, have no worry if some of this you're unsure of how to actually implement. All right. For right now, I just want you to mentally start to analyze whether you have all of these parts or not inside of your workout. That's what we're looking to see. All right. So first thing you need. Part one, you need a dynamic mobility warm up circuit. What is that? All right. I'm going to explain it. But the purpose of this section is to just prime your body for an effective workout. It serves to, to, to warm your body up, to increase your heart rate, lubricate your joints, loosen up your muscles, prepare your body overall for work. Now. It doesn't need to last more than about five to seven minutes, and I actually wouldn't recommend going past 12 to 15 minutes. All right. Um, you want to get just get things started, but you don't want to surge into the main workout just yet. Think of it like this. You've gotten off of work. You're dragging into the gym. You don't quite yet have the pep in your step that you need. This is the section where you work yourself up until that, because many times on those days, and we all have those days, when you don't initially feel like getting into your routine, this section here helps gradually get you to that place, all right? It takes you up the ramp, so to speak, into your workout so that by the time you finish this particular segment, you feel a lot better than when you came in, you've shaken off the cobwebs, um, you started to clear your mind of the stresses that you had coming in and you're really ready to go ahead and knock it out. All right. So take your time during this section. Listen to your body. All right. It's, it's not about rushing through it. It's not about putting your body under any extra duress. You're literally just moving. You're flowing. Um, feel what aches in your body. Feel what needs attention. Focus on truly engaging your core muscles and just, you know, executing proper form and technique. Because because remember, you're just starting your session. All right. The more involved work will come later on. 
And that's it for part one. All right. Just being sure that you prime your body for an effective workout. All right. That you're moving through a, a range of dynamic mobility type of movements. All right. Whether it's, you know, um, plank holds and and different various types of lunges, um, different types of full body maneuvers that are low impact, um, low energy. You're just flowing. All right. Find you a flow. Get used to it. Be out. Don't spend any more than 12 to 15 minutes and then you'll be ready for part two. Part two. Next, you need a stretch session. Now, I'll admit, all right, I've not completely been uh, been completely religious with the stretch session, um, especially my younger years. But as I've gotten older (laughs) and my have I gotten older, I've definitely paid a lot more attention. And I truly recommend this section for maximal flexibility, agility and muscle contraction. And that improves your performance overall. It, it just really does. Um, it works to get extra blood and nutrients into your muscles and to circulate your blood even more effectively. So this is definitely something you'll want to do. Um, but I do need to let you know there's a keynote here that you that I need to emphasize. And that is you should never, ever do your stretch before your mobility warm up circuit. All right. In this particular situation, I do not recommend part two before part one. All right. And some people, they they, they mix things up and they go through their workout in various different orders. But I would not recommend that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because your muscles are like taffy candy. You ever had Laffy Taffy candy growing up? You had those candies with the... Uh, jokes inside the wrappers, you know, what you would call, may call dad jokes or jokes that, you know, you could pretty much guess the answer to if you thought long enough. And your muscles are like those candies, right? So if you try stretching without warming up, without doing the dynamic mobility movements that loosen your bodies up, your, that loosen your muscles up and lubricates your joints, then your muscles will still will still be brittle and stiff when you attempt to stretch them, that they're more likely to rip, to break, or suffer some sort of injury. All right, and I'm all about injury prevention. However, once your muscles are warm, they, they do something special, right? They gain elasticity, they gain flexibility, and thereby it increases their functionality. That's why you want to wait to do this stretching, this part two, until after you do part one. All right, it's essential. It's essential that if you're going to do the part two, that you do do part one. And even if you're short on time, do part one, abbreviate it. Before you do part two, always do part one before you do part two. Can't stress that enough. And then now that you're warmed up, this stretch section part part two only needs to last five to seven minutes. All right. Doesn't have to be anything drawn out because at this time you're already pumped. You might have even started to break a sweat if you're like me and um, you're really ready. But you just want to go ahead and take that extra precaution 
um, to go ahead and stretch up those muscles and and focus on here focus on stretching key muscles all right especially the muscles that you intend to target in your workout and I would definitely always recommend um, stretching the biggest muscles of your bodies the legs the back all through that region okay we've got part one we've got part two covered part three if if I can be honest is one of my favorites um, it's one of my favorites one because it is the section that is that has allowed me to do away with traditional cardio like the bike the treadmill any of those things and I'll still use them from time to time because you know they measure and they provide a, uh, the electronic tools to be able to track things but overall I'm really not a huge fan of static uh, static cardio training um, based on machines and it was this part this part three that I'm getting ready to share with you that actually really allowed me to do away with the cardio, the long runs, all of those sorts of things. And at the same time, increase um, my effectiveness in, in, in my workouts and allow me to uh, still shred fat, still um, rip my muscles up to pieces to where aesthetically... Um, I was able to achieve some things that I wanted. All right. So part three is very, very much one of my favorites. And this is called the power section, right? The power or the explosive section. And now I'm going to explain exactly what is meant by power and, and its purpose. All right. So power is the force you generate. It's the force you generate as you move. Okay, so think of power as this explosiveness. It's it's like the accelerator in your car. All right, as soon as you step on it, you take off. Everything rushes to the back of the vehicle. Your head hits the headrest. All right, your stomach, the pit of your stomach is in knots. Okay, you go from zero to hundred very fast in the car, but also um, with these power movements when you're in the gym. All right. You go from zero to 100 very fast and you can only keep your top effort for no more than about 30 seconds. I had somebody tell me, oh, I, you know, I was on the uh, treadmill or, uh, um, or on this equipment and I was sprinting for about two minutes. And if you're sprinting for two minutes, I can tell you right now that you're not really sprinting at all. A sprint, understand, a full-blown sprint is something that cannot be maintained for no longer or for any longer than about 30 seconds 30 second tops all right otherwise it's not really a full blown sprint and so with that being said this would be the opportunity to you know ask yourself am i really you know pushing myself am i am i really taking advantage of the intervals that i'm taking advantage that i claim to be taking advantage of because a sprint, whether it's whether it's a sprint run, whether it's a treadmill sprint, whether it's a cardio rower sprint, whatever it is, even if it's in a high intensity interval training class, if 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 it's something that's 
allowing you or something that you can do for longer than 30 seconds it's not a sprint which means that you're not giving your full effort that's not to say that it's not effective I'm just letting you know where it stands okay so when it comes to power alright you wanna give 90 to 95 percent of your effort through these particular circuses so these are short bursts short blasts of maximal power all right ideally you engage your entire body you power through your core to generate the force speed and then you reset okay do it again short bursts now here's why i use it and why i use it in this particular um, part of the formula and why it's so effective for fat loss and conditioning all right so for those that don't know your body uses energy from your liver and your muscles first all right it does not pull from your body fat the, 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 the fat that you see the fat that you feel is hideous it does not pull from there first which is why the average person can get on the treadmill 45 minutes an hour and see no changes see no lasting results because your body pulls from the liver and the muscles first and this is typically where your most recently consumed calories go so if you you know ate a banana or or whatever carbs you ate an hour 90 minutes or so before your workout um, those are the, the the energy from those calories is what gets used first so if you you if you go through those you go through your workout without the power part of your workout then what happens is for the most part and for the remainder of your workout you're pulling energy and fueling your workout from the liver and the muscles well what's wrong with that well what's wrong with that is you typically will have just fueled up whatever your most recent meal is will be what's fueling your workout if you're trying to lose fat that's not where you want to pull your energy from because of the fact that becomes a, a cycle it becomes a catch-22 it, it becomes every it becomes what I'm eating is what's fueling my workout so then when does my workout actually pull from the fat the disgusting fat that I do not like on my body that's what we're trying to get to and so I throw the power part into the workout at this particular section because we power through this section extremely fast so that we can expend those energy stores in the liver and muscle that we just talked about rapidly we need to go through those as fast as possible so that it leaves us with only fat to burn for as as energy for the remainder of the workout does that make sense I don't know if that made sense I don't know if if, if you caught my drift but we use the power section to speed through the energy stores in your liver and muscle because the sooner that we do that the quicker your body transitions into using fat for energy as opposed to the energy in your liver and muscles which is glycose the, the, or glycogen the, the, the sugar form of energy alright so with that being said it's best to explode through that quickly so that the remainder of our workout is um, fat energy or fat burning energy that's being used and and this here this is the key to how you truly unlock your body's fat 
burning furnace. This right here, this section, this, if you don't add anything or take anything away from this podcast today, really pay attention to this particular section and how it's used. And it has to be used appropriately. All right. And remember what I said about the sprints. All right. Remember, each of the movements in this section should really only be sustainable within that 30 second window, because if it's if you can keep it going much longer than you're really not giving your effort, the effort that's needed to make this section effective, you're not really uh, living up to it. With that being said, make this section last between six to 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be long, but it needs to be intense. You need to give it what you got and leave your all on the mat. Focus on maximum effort, your sprints, your intervals, your explosive push-ups, high box jumps. These are just examples of the explosive body torching movements that I'm referring to. And as I stated earlier, um, I will be releasing a product that actually has all of my best power moves um, in it for your reference uh, so that you know how to plug all of these elements in um, successfully. All right, so we've got part one, we've got part two, we've got part three. Now on to part four, right? This is your main workout section, and this is probably the one section that you're most familiar with. This is a section where you'll see most of your circuits on social media and different um, online channels or segments you'll see workouts, you'll see the main workout, you'll see something that says three sets of 15 or four sets of 20 or five sets of 10 or what have you. Now, depending on your goals, this section will focus on body weight movements, weight training circuits, or some combination of both. And this section can actually really be tailored to your specific needs. And if you need help on that, reach out to me. Um, you could definitely connect with me um, um, on my blog, um, on my website, anything like that, so that we can actually figure out what your particular workouts need to be. But, um, but yeah, so by this time, by this part four section, you're already in the fat burning zone if you follow the formula correctly. So now it's just about moving constantly and keeping your heart rate up. And so mix things up. Challenge yourself. All right. One of the best ways to do this is to time yourself and try to beat your own times. Beat your own times every session, every time out. Get better and better. And when you get to a place where you literally have gone as fast as you can go, switch it up. Switch something out add more weight, add more moves, something to change it up, and then start it right back over again. All right. Each day that you can beat your own record, it accelerates your progress exponentially. I cannot stress this enough. I have so much uh, progress with this. At one point in time, uh, so there are some times where I've literally taken the same workout, and the only thing I changed was my time, where I might have started at 46 minutes, took it down to 42 minutes, took it down to 41 minutes, took it down to 38 minutes the next week, on down until I think one of my 
one of my trials, I think I did it um, in about, what, 25, got it under 25 minutes. It was a lot of shaving. It took a few weeks to do it. But that effort, changing nothing but the time, definitely made an impact because adjusting the time down and trying to beat your own time means that you're ultimately increasing the intensity with which you work. All right. And again, I'll have uh, products um, over the next couple months that we'll be rolling out that address each of these, um, each of these parts that I'm talking to you about today. Um, and this section here should last between 30, 45 minutes, uh, not a whole lot, you know, and, and really, really this formula that I'm sharing with you today, it really is going to be effective for most people and what most people are doing in the gym. And the only people or the only group of people that I would say that you would really need to adjust your whole approach when using this formula or this format is for bodybuilders. All right. And I know because I've done a little bit of bodybuilding myself and I work with them and with the bodybuilding bodybuilders you're looking at muscle mass and retaining muscle mass and um, one thing with doing one thing in doing that you don't necessarily want to uh, do a whole lot I won't say do a whole lot of cardio but it's very the timing of it is very important when you do cardio and for how long and especially depending on what phase of bodybuilding you are in all right but if you're not a bodybuilder and any of your fitness goals fall along the line of fat loss or or weight loss or toning up or definition or building muscle gaining strength this this format is going to work beautifully for you all right so we've got parts one through four covered. Part five, all right, everybody loves this particular section. This is a cool down section. Everyone loves this. This is when the clients that are almost tapped out, this is when they all of a sudden surge back. <laughs> surge back to life right here when it's time to cool down. This section is very simple. It most closely resembles part two, which is a stretch session. Very similar, a matter of fact. You can literally repeat the same exact movements from your stretch session again at this particular time to help settle and soothe the muscles. Um, that is definitely okay. Um, some people do that, and it works just fine. You can also add different, um, different uh, muscles or different uh, stretch movements in, but you get the idea. This section is very simple, very similar to the section two that you already done. The cool down routine is what indicates to your body that it's time to relax, it's time to move on, it's time to uh, bring yourself back down um, into a place where you can recover. All right, this will last only about five to seven minutes. Your key here is going to be to focus on deep breathing and slow exhalation. And another key is to hold your stretches for 20 to 30 seconds before releasing. All right. I know people that whip through the stretches. You don't stretch as long as you need to. You have to understand that the stretching is really a manual override to your body. All right. And 
And as a manual override, your body does not send the appropriate signal to release those muscles, to stretch the muscles, until after about 20 to 30 seconds. And that's why there's a scientific reason why we like to hold stretches for 20 to 30 seconds, because that's what signals to your body, aha, we need to go ahead and release this. Let's go ahead and open this up. Let's let the blood flow. Let's let the nutrients in. Okay. And so we're going to go ahead and recap um, everything. This will be really quick because you can just go back and listen to this. Um, <clears throat> you can go ahead and read the written form on my blog. And part one, a dynamic mobility warm-up circuit. Part two, a stretch se session. Part three, a power section. Part four, this is your main workout section. And then part five, which is your cool down. All right. Now, some people will skip certain parts and or, or rearrange others. And to be honest, each person is different. Each uh, technique and strategy used is going to have different effects on the body. So I get that. However, I have found this format to be the most effective for fat loss and for conditioning. And using this format, your entire work, workout session should last no more than about 90 minutes. And again, when I talked about bodybuilders, bodybuilders are really the only exception to this rule because bodybuilders, for what bodybuilders do, you really do have to put in a lot more than 90 minutes, all right? So it, it definitely takes a dedicated, different type of individual to undertake bodybuilding. I know that for a fact, but for everybody else, your workout session does not need to last more than 90 minutes max. And then especially if you're not doing the stretching or you're not doing the dynamic mobility, um, definitely, definitely, definitely 90 minutes is the max. Make the most of your time. Keep yourself moving for greatest results and just keep pushing yourself. Um, I, I, I like to use the rule of two. And that is whenever you get to a place you feel like you absolutely cannot continue, try to push for two more reps. Two more reps, two more seconds, two more, two more period, all right, before stopping or before pausing. Remember, as we close, fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. So get fit, stay fit, be fit, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Yeah.